in a world that didn't have nearly enough stuff in it. That's right, folks another new camera. Canon has just announced their new camera, the EOS RP. I am not going to read you specs in this video because one, that's extremely boring, and two, I think it's more interesting to pull back and look at the greater context. Plus, I think these two ladies that are shooting their food have it already pretty well covered for you. Last year, Canon introduced the EOS R, which is the first camera in its full-frame mirrorless lineup. We got that camera, a couple starter lenses, a roadmap of future lenses, and who thought that they would ever go more professional with the EOS R, so now they scaled back with the EOS RP. I really shouldn't tease Canon so much. I was just hoping for a more professional model that would go into the R system, but this is what we have, and the RP does have two things going for it. One, it is affordable. It is the most affordable full-frame mirrorless camera that we've seen of all the cameras that have been introduced over the last few months, and the second thing it has going for it is its size. It's very portable, it's very small, and this could be a big deal to some photographers. There is no doubt in my mind that Canon will sell a ton of these, but what I want to do in this video is I want to pull back and look at the R ecosystem in a little bit higher altitude view here so we can see what's going on because I think this is where things start to tell the story. I've said this in videos about Nikon as well because I think they're really both in the same boat and you have these two companies that originally used to be the two titans in the world of photography when we went from film to digital and they made DSLRs and they sold in record numbers. Over the years, that business model has changed and if you look at the sales reports coming out of Japan, Really, DSLRs have been on the decline in terms of sales over the last 15 years. It's gotten a little bit dire lately, and this business has changed considerably. You know, when we had the move to digital, I think there were a lot of photography enthusiasts that were interested in that, and I think two things have happened. One, the rise of cell phones. That's usually good enough for most people. And the other thing is we really do have a lot of products out, and are they really innovating? Are they able to give us things that, or are they able to give us the tools to do things that we weren't able to do previously, or is it just the latest and greatest models? Model. And I think these two challenges, cell phones and also the rate of innovation, have slowed sales. Now, if you look at the reports, there has been this silver lining in full-frame mirrorless, which has really been headed up mostly by Sony. And I think all these companies are looking at that as possible savior for the camera industry. So it's important to have systems to match that. If you are a camera company and you are going to introduce a mirrorless system, this is a massive undertaking, not only in terms of logistics and manufacturing, but also in terms of financial backing. It's like adding a second company onto your existing company. So you're going to, in one hand, maintain an entire lineup of DSLRs and lenses to match, and you're going to figure out how to add a new system with bodies and lenses as well, so it gets very difficult. Making cameras is not something that's cheap. You don't see people in their garages making cameras. You don't see Kickstarter projects. Well, there's been a few, but you have an idea of what the quality on those are. It's a major, major undertaking for these companies. Now, Sony has the luxury of having been in this space for a number of years now with very little competition in terms of full-frame mirrorless systems. Canon and Nikon have been building DSLRs, and now they're having to turn on a dime to match that, and Sony clearly has an advantage that the other two companies are having to work much faster to get on the same level as. So that's all the excuses I'm going to make. Now I want to talk about the EOS R system. Last year, when Canon introduced the EOS R, it was met with a considerable amount of criticism for not being a professional high-end body. It did not have two card slots. It did not have in-body image stabilization. In fact, the specs in general really weren't 
anything more than what you were able to do on the DSLR lineup. And it makes me wonder sometimes if Canon and Nikon both are protecting that DSLR lineup. And that makes sense because that's their bread and butter. And even though online we get all excited about the new mirrorless cameras, especially what Canon and Nikon are doing, the sales figures show that the DSLRs are still selling and it's not really reflective of the trends that you see on the internet, which I find very interesting. But does the price point of the RP change your mind on what your expectations are for that camera? Which leads me to another point. The only person who can decide what camera is right for you is you. Just like the only person who can decide what's right for me would be me. You have to look at what your needs are as a photographer, what your demands are, what types of things you shoot. Then you go look at what your options are that are available. And sometimes these do include things like price. And I'm not going to make an excuse for that because I think the RP does have a place in the choices that we have as photographers because it is affordable. However, when you look at the lenses that are available for this camera, they're not as affordable for the most part. And even though I know Canon is committed to doing a full lens lineup, that is not what we've seen so far. The other thing that's interesting is when you do look at the lens lineup, on the one hand, Canon have done very well with the optics. That seems to be clearly what they've centered in on and what they really want to put their best foot forward with. They have also lost things like no optical image stabilization and the autofocus motors are very dated and they're no faster than what you're going to get out of a DSLR system. So does this compete with Sony? Does it compete with a DSLR? And again, it depends on what your needs are. For me personally, optical image stabilization at least is something that is important. I shoot in low light at times and that's something that's really nice to have. Neither of these bodies that Canon have given us have in-body image stabilization. So that may not be a big deal for you if you shoot in bright sunlight or artificial light or flash or whatever that is. It all depends on what your needs are. If you are a landscape photographer and you do a lot of your work with a tripod, or let's say you're a studio photographer, you've got a studio lighting rig and you do portraits of people that aren't really moving very fast, the USR is a really good system for that. The optics on the lenses are incredible. Maybe you don't need stabilization or high speed, but then when you look at something like if you're shooting sports or things that do require fast action, Sony really have better coverage there, which doesn't make sense to me because isn't that the market that Canon and Nikon kind of own with the DSLR systems? Wouldn't it make sense to take that a step further? Anyway, it's interesting to think about, but this is actually where I want to hear from you. What do you think of the EOS RP? Is this a camera you would be interested in? Does it fulfill a need that you have as a photographer beyond just being a lower price point? In fact, take it a step further. Are cameras actually providing us tools as photographers that make certain functions of what we do in photography easier? Are we not innovating enough? And if we're not, and we're just going for lower price point, what's the reason for introducing a camera? What is the reason to give you something that you can just spend your money on if it doesn't actually accomplish something beyond that? There was a really interesting article that appeared the other day that was written by my friend Blair Bunting. It had a controversial title and he absolutely got railroaded in the comments, but Blair raises an interesting question and he basically says in this article that he thinks that we need more expensive cameras. And the thought behind that goes into, he compares it to the high-end watch industry or high-end cars where you have a top line that drives the bottom line. So there are products that do everything and they actually push the envelope, but they're not for everybody and they're prohibitively expensive. But that kind of innovation drives what you're doing on the bottom line. I think the camera industry did this for a while, but it's something that we've gotten away from with mirrorless. And I don't know specifically because I'm not privy to the numbers, but is it budget restraints? Is it the fact that these companies need to have cameras out so quickly? It's really interesting to think about. And I think we're seeing some interesting things. And in all fairness, I don't mean to sound like I'm beating Canon up on this because I think the optical quality of the lenses, I think there's some really desirable 
desirable things about the EOS R system. I also think that it's a system that will mature. It's brand new. Like literally this was announced a few months ago and we already have two cameras and we have a set of lenses and there is more coming. So it will be interesting to see how this evolves in the future. Personally, I would like to see things like optical image stabilization, in-body image stabilization. Canon already have an unbelievably good autofocus system, but they also have things like HD looks good, but then 4K is crop. There are little things like that that I think, yeah, in a second card slot, there are more professional features that we could have, but I think that we could go beyond that and some camera company will start introducing things that we don't have currently that push cameras in a new direction. I think the only company that's come close to this is Sony and they've done it mostly in the area of autofocus and high frame rate shooting. So drop me a comment. Let me know what you guys think. I'll see you in the next video. Until then, later. Later.